Don't nobody give a damn about no aliens. Hey, song of the day is Earth is Ghetto by Aaliyah Sheffield. Happy August, y'all. It is August in this mofo, and I'm happy. Welcome back, or thank you for listening, or just thank you in general for tuning into the Cotton Candy Clouds podcast. You know we love the moon on this podcast, and August is coming in with another supermoon, the second supermoon of the year, if I'm not mistaken. And August also ends with a supermoon. That's, it's deep. You know what I'm saying? I'm personally happy that (laughs) July is over, you know, love life, love to be here on the planet that is dissipating. But, you know, sometimes there are points in the year where you're just like, Lord, why? And July was a little, it was a little discombobulating, if you will. August is Romance Awareness Month. If you are a person who's listened to the podcast since last year, you would know this. And you would also know the history, which I'm going to go back over, of uh, Romance Awareness Month. How it was indoctrinated 35 years ago, I think. Maybe 34. Anyway, way back (laughs) 35. 30-something odd years ago, Eileen Buckingham created the event to encourage couples to improve their relationships through romance, despite all the worldly interference of life, which now more than ever, I'm sure is a thing. Eileen was a former accountant who started a company that created romance kits for couples and realized these folks needed more than kits. They needed application to romance so she founded it in california and i don't know when it caught on or who it caught on to first but as from california it grew and i love the fact that there's a romance awareness month in the year in the nation and i am a romantical black woman southern like i've said before And even if I'm not a part of a relation, I'm a proponent of romance because I believe romance isn't just about being coupled. It's about romanticizing life and experiences as well as uh, being romantic towards self. And I'm a promoter of that. Um, And I need to do better with it for myself. But hopefully you can do better this year, 2023. So... (laughs) You know, romance, like I've said last year, has gotten a bad rap for being regarded as sold to women to amplify the need for being in a relationship. And being used as a partner. And I, in my opinion, romance starts in the mind. And it doesn't have to be bought. Romance is whatever or however a person defines a person defines it as. And I believe that romance in general basically preserves the love within and love expressed, encourages the love within and encourages love expressed and love felt. 
And I just believe it's the juiciness of what is love and what are the things that we love about the person, place, or thing. And um, yeah, I, I think it's great. And so the possibilities are endless to celebrate romance during Romance Awareness Month. You know, Miss Buckingham, uh, you know, she was about those couples. But I'm just here to say, you know, it romance can be more than that. So just know the Cotton Candy Clouds podcast is going to be on brand this August. Now, this year, I don't I think I was just more so focusing on like love and things last year. I really can't remember things happening. Memory, to, um, you know, uh, but <laughs> what I will say is I kind of wanted to make for myself even romance awareness month as an opportunity to through journaling and through podcasting and through just expression talking about my experiences in relations and with lovers and just in general because I often don't express I kind of suppress that if you will but yeah so it's a new month August is here we're the we're the eight we're in the eighth month you guys it's getting it's deep because i'll be honest with you i was thinking about what i was doing in january and i was like wow i couldn't believe it it was january it just somehow seemed like it was like what i had done in january i had done in like november of last year and then what i had done in you know and so on and so forth and so Anyway, new month here, so it's a new book of the month, a new crystal of the month, and a new incense of the month. Okay, so let's start with the new book of the month. The new book of the month is Xena, My Life in Women's Tennis by Xena Garrison with Doug Smith. And Xena Garrison is a former professional tennis player during the late 80s and early 90s. I'm not a big biography, autobiography girly. However... Um, as you know, or you may not know, and I need to stop saying, um, but as you know, or you may not know, I often on still now, but used to work for my mother at her online and physical bookstore. And so this was one of the books that for some reason, just like it, it would have its moments, but it just wouldn't, you know, fly off the shelves, if you will. And so I was I never really knew the story or what what it was, but as I was trying to do some research on, you know, what to make the next book of the month, I was like, okay, this is kind of intriguing. So I want to get into it and try something new. So crystal of the month is green aventurine, stone of opportunity. It is a form of quartz mainly found in India, India, and it is used for luck, prosperity, and to manifest loved as well as being a physical healer's crystal that can soothe and affirm relief and tranquility. Okay, green aventurine. I love it. And I think I always talk positively about the crystals and stones that I have for the month. But I mean, the ones that I'm doing right now, because there's tons, they are really the best. I, you know, I make my list of ones like... um Red Jasper is one of my faves, Obsidian, Rose Quartz, 
But I will say again, amongst like amongst those green aventurine, it just it's a great stone. You feel wonderful. I would say this reminds me of rose quartz because it's just a good, nice feeling with this little crystal on you, you know, and it's it's just a great I love it. And if you believe in the metaphysical or not, I feel like if I just dropped it in your pocket, you feel the good vibes of green aventurine. Okay, so incense of the month is lavender and lavender brings happiness and relaxation, attracts peace and harmony in one's surroundings and can be used to induce and encourage sleep. If you don't know anything about lavender, you know that a lot of people want to use it for saying it can heal all and heal cancers and stuff. Listen, I'm not going there. What I'm trying to tell you is, though, if you get lavender incense, it does encourage and induce sleep and can bring on a set of relaxation i guess you could say this the the vibes for august <laughs> with the soup two super moons and the hell and maybe it wasn't for y'all but the hell or whatever you want to call it of july we trying to do calm relaxed vibes for august you know what i'm saying like we're just trying to do it we're, we're just trying to cool it down trying to embrace new opportunities and trying to relax and um got to keep keep up that good positivity for the eighth month of the year word of the day is fulminate f-u-l-m-i-n-a-t-e it is a verb to utter or send out with denunciation to talk wildly and loudly huff and rant <laughs> and i could tell you what i could fulminate about july but i won't because I have my green heaven turning and I'm burning my lavender incense. You see what I did there? Okay. And so here's what I really wanted to talk about, right? Now, as you know, the Cotton Candy Clouds podcast does have a social media presence on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> I'm not going to even touch the Twitter thing right now. Can't do it. And because so anyway, <laughs> Twitter and Facebook are is where the Cotton Candy Clouds Cotton Candy Clouds podcast resides in terms of posting links and word of the days and just different information, of course, involving an episode or just in, you know, whatever in general that goes with the episode, the theme for that week or whatever. And um so what I was leading up to say is that I'm going to make sure, I mean, if you want to, what I'm about to talk about, if you want to click the, excuse me, I'm rambling. Uh, but if you want to click the link for it, it'll be on Twitter or Facebook is what I was ultimately trying to say. But what I wanted to talk about was this video um, that I watched. I don't, I'm trying to figure out, I guess it was just suggested to me on YouTube. I'm not really sure yeah but i just thought it was intriguing because it was something along the lines of do you have an unrelated twin and at first i think i thought it was just about twins or something but no <laughs> it was really about unrelated people who look very much alike because there's this saying maybe y'all are familiar maybe you're not but that everybody has a doppelganger which is basically someone who looks exactly like them out in the world nation whatever you have it 
And you know how you're watching something and it's so enjoyable because it feeds into like your philosophies and perspectives that you've already kind of been carrying around with you. So that was kind of what was happening, right? So first of all, (laughs) I was, I needed more. It was like, I think it was 40 something minutes long or maybe 30, maybe less, but either way, it just wasn't enough. I needed more. It was so good. It confirmed my belief that there's something, and I don't know how to describe this because this is just an opinion, but it confirmed again, my belief, my that there's something something about dating or being with someone who looks like you it's it's just it's it's weird and because chances are you could likely be related to that person i mean you really can based off of this pro i mean that's something i always thought in general that you know the more you resemble people the more the genes probably have culminated to ultimately you know come back to itself and you basically uh Y'all are related, you know, seven times cousins or whatever. But I mean, this confirmed it is what I'm trying to tell y'all. And so also it it was about how like when there isn't any relation, it's it, well, it made me think about, I should say, when there isn't any relation to a person, but you are doppelgangers or y'all looking like each other so much, is it possible that parallel universes are within this universe because you know how they say and I don't know did I ever talk about I can't remember if I went over the article that was saying how the universe has a veil and it's like (laughs) it's kind of like someone put a sheet on earth and it's like another earth or whatever and it's like and it's like that's repeated through like space and time on like a linear kind of scale of existence of infinity anyway so when I saw this in particular because there were some people who kind of were like an unrelated twin however they weren't related at whatsoever I was like wow is it possible that within our parallel universes I mean within our universe is another parallel universe even within the universe that's parallel to us Cause why did, cause <laughs> like you got to watch it. I don't want to spoil it. Um, uh, and I, and I, I do want to spoil it, but I don't, but I need y'all to watch. It. I'm like, I said, I'm going to post it on Twitter or Facebook, but it was one set of unrelated twins, quote unquote, who had the same sexuality and they made the same choices and they, and they had the same like jaw, uh, job related the same jobs basically i mean it was just crazy these people didn't know each other (laughs) they weren't related like i said the 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 scientist behind this was trying to do basically like a uh, he took blood as well to see like the gene pool and all that kind of stuff and some people were related like they were distant whatever and they came from the same areas and you could you know real relations but there were some people just there was no relation whatsoever (laughs) you're just like wow you know is it just possible that there's somebody walking around and you're just so similar in not only the looks department but also your experience of life like (sighs) 
it's it's almost like um you're looking into the it's like a, a mirror reflection of yourself again parallel universe you know what i'm saying and you don't know what's going on i don't know it just the whole documentary just sent me into like a, a i'm just like why couldn't we do why could i don't know this scientist and how far he took it and how many years he studied or whatever but i mean i needed a full-blown television show <laughs> with seasons after season after i needed a, i needed each twin set to have you know like three episodes because i'm like i also wanted to know like it was this one group of twins and it was like they and this was the ones that were they didn't know if they were related or not you know but they were coming their their ancestors had come from the same environment or area or whatever but they went to like the same schools, you know, chose their wife the same way. Their sons played a rare instrument. <laughs> like it was just like, you know what I'm saying? Like for what, bro? I mean, this man moved into a town and they, he, the people waving at him and they don't know who he is, but he, you know, they think they do because he looks like this other, you know, and he met his own, you know, with the, the, the scientists, a part of the study created a website and I don't know if he created a website. Either way, there's a website where people can find their own doppelgangers or their own unrelated twins, quote unquote. But these two older gentlemen, the one that I'm talking about, they found each other on their own. So sometimes, and this, you know, if, I don't know if you guys have ever been or have ever watched shows or documentaries or anything about twins who are separated at birth, but they gravitate towards each other as well. Actual twins. So it's like that whole thing. I mean, it was just layers to this. Yeah, <laughs> it just wasn't enough time. It just and it piqued so much in my interest of, again, the parallel universe thing. And just, wow, because there's something to it. And I, I'll, I'm going to post the article about the veil, but yeah, cause it's hard. Even that article was hard to understand, but I mean, I kind of got it. And, um, now I'm about to go into another kind of way in another direction. But speaking of the article about the veil on earth or the veil of our universe or whatever, I was looking at something. Oh, I was on, of course I was on TikTok. I was on TikTok and this person was talking about how sometimes when people want different sciences and maths and whatever else subject to be dumbified, quote unquote, or simplified by simplification, it no longer holds the weight or information that it originally would have had. So you, so, and I felt like, and I didn't, I, you know, I'm like, uh, I, I, I'm on the fence about that because I still feel like you can explain things in a way that people can understand without necessarily even dumbifying the information. But also when I was reading, it hit me also though, when I was reading the veil article, you, uh, I don't know when I got that article, but I was like, okay, this is an example though, for sure. When I started thinking more about it, I was like, what is he talking about? I'm like, okay, maybe that one was an example because I'm like, there's no way you could really simplify the words of, you know, 
it would just, it probably would overcomplicate what you already think you know about what you think you are reading. So, you know, anyway, genes are insane. Um, <laughs> people are out here doppelgangered at, and you know, if y'all want to go find y'all doppelganger, there are ways to find them. So I know sometimes I personally feel like people just be tripping or whatever. Cause they'd be like, Oh, you know, you look like so-and-so or people be like, so-and-so looks like so-and-so. And it's like, no, they don't, you know, because we also have to take into account how people internalize faces and people are not good at that because they look at different features and we all see colors differently. And I'm not saying like race, I'm saying literally like the colors <laughs> on even a t-shirt of a person, but I don't know. But this, this time, Let's talk about something else. I thought that I shared this with the pod. I don't know if I did, but I, if I did, I want to share it again. Basically, they are, there are these spaniels, these dogs that save box turtles and help, um, some scientists who were studying these turtles with helping the turtles survive, um, helping with, with diseases that are out there with the turtles and just in general, you know, sciencey stuff about animals. Great. So I think the part that really intrigued me was that the story behind how these spaniels, these dogs were able to capture these box, these, uh, box turtles. Right. And so this man, he was, he's a high school teacher or former high school teacher in North Carolina, he owned some Boykin Spaniels is what they're called. And all of a sudden these Boykin Spaniels started bringing him box turtles. <laughs> and so he formed a student turtle club and took the students out to find the turtles with the dogs and word got out. And so then he started getting requests from different universities like, Hey, can they bring back, some of these box turtles for our research projects. And eventually he quit teaching and devoted himself, devoted himself to his turtle dogs. This man is 74 and he doesn't know anybody else. He says who will put up with his lifestyle lifestyle. He lives off the grid in Montana and he spends much of his time driving around the country, staying in tents and parking lots, so his dogs, his his Boykin Spaniels can find these turtles and do they thug fizzle. And these dogs make conservation of these turtles possible. And again, they're studying um, different viruses and diseases that kill off box turtles as well as amphibians and reptilians in general. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> just by accident, just by this man out in a, in the North Carolina backwoods, or I'm you know I don't know for sure if it was North Carolina backwoods, but either way, he was with his dogs. They having a ball out in the in the woods, and they bring him back turtles for fun. You know, it's just like that's one of those. You know, as the world is on fire, those are the stories. Sometimes we just want, we need, you know. Uh, just a cute story. I love turtles. I have a lot of 
interesting, weird facts about like <laughs> different things that have happened with turtles. But yeah, so and I have a turtle myself. And so it's like, you know, I just I was I just thought that story was so adorable and cute and something cute to know in this world that some some uh spaniels, some boykin spaniels were were doing a part of society, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and, and bringing the turtle. And sometimes we forget to well, I don't know, I shouldn't say sometimes we forget, but sometimes I think humans in general forget that dogs innately you know eons ago were bred to hunt for things or bring back things and i think they just was in a natural element getting there you know able to kind of do have that dog freedom that their dogs are supposed to have and they ended up doing something that they were meant to do and i just oh anyway i'm po- i'll post that article as well um yeah, and y'all eventually I gotta stop saying um. It's just amazing to me that again, like I've said before, if you've listened before, that <laughs> I was a part of the Toastmasters, you know, an element in middle, but still I say um and uh and just and I hate it and I, you know, see when you're saying you know technically is not really good either. But what I'm trying to ultimately say is that even though I'm not gonna be perfect in fulminating and expressing myself and orating I would like to just be a little bit better you know and maybe you don't know but you know I just want to be a little bit better and yeah (laughs) but anyway remember you guys and girls and whomever August is Romance Awareness Month. And that could be romance in general can be anything for you. And it should be anything for you. And you should make it anything for you. And your person. Or persons. Who knows? But I will leave the episode with quote of the day. Which is by Tahir Mafi, an Iranian-American young adult writer. I crave a love so deep the ocean would be jealous. Have a wonderful August 1st, a wonderful super moon, full moon, and just be wonderful. There's, you know, new things happening, hopefully. Make sure you're throwing away your expired stuff in your home and make sure you're not holding your pee, you know, it's, it's a tough talk. It's something tough that we as adults, we must talk about, but you got to stop doing that. So yeah, have a great Tuesday.